shadows where women hide their love of cannabis, inviting you out of the smoke with High Ladies. This podcast is intended for listeners over the age of 19 in Ontario, and we ask that you respect your local laws regarding cannabis. Be sure to like, download, follow, subscribe, and of course, share with all your friends. Mm-hmm. What are we up to today? Oh, well, we're not starting off the same way today because it's a bonus episode. So I'm going to say, hi, ladies. Hi, ladies. Hi, Amanda. Hi, Annie. Bonus episode. That's right. Well, we have been doing a lot of stuff while we've been off, including going on to other people's podcasts. Mm -hmm. People have been supporting us. We've been supporting others. And we had a really fun conversation. Oh, it was so fab. I loved it. Um, It was for the podcast called... That's for Company. And the host is Stephanie. She's fabulous. And her podcast is really about having conversations where people can learn and grow together. And she touches on all sorts of different subjects. But she's all about listening with intention Mm -hmm. and having conversations where we are learning and sharing ideas and I think we could have talked to her for an hour and a half. Oh, we might have talked to her for an hour and a we half. We very well may have. We were talking for a really long time before we finally said, hey, hit the record button. We'll just make sense of this. So we're going to have our little bonus episode today. We're going to have a little chat with you. Then we're going to give you just a little clip it to wet your your nozzle. Yeah, yeah. Wet your whistle. Yeah. Wet your you, nozzle. <laughs> <laughs> and then you, if you want to listen to the rest, because it is so fabulous and there's so much more that we actually discuss... Um, but keeping in the time of this, of our episodes, we you know we just wanted to take a clip of it. But you can check it out on Spotify or any of the listening platforms, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, everywhere. You know, wherever just you're sur- listening to us, exactly. I'm sure you can find that's for company. That's right. Uh, but it's almost Christmas time. we got like a few days left. What do we got, like four days? We're in the crunch. I'm we're scared crunch. to count, but yeah. I haven't started wrapping. Have you, you started? No. Nope. Um, the tree's up yep. for Christmas. So Are you finished good. shopping? No. I'm going right after this to get my last two things. Oh, well, you're good. I'm going to go and get um, six of my last 24 gifts <laughs> today, and then I'm just going to split it up over the next few days at six, and then I'll get there. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I'm a big wrapper at the last minute. Me Not too. everything at once, because that just is a pain, literally a pain in the neck. But I'll True. do like three hour-long sessions mm-hmm. in the last three days before Christmas. I don't like putting the Christmas presents under the tree too early, because there's too many kids that shake things. Oh, I'm okay with that. My kids have never gotten... They only put their gifts under the tree, uh, like, to each other, Mm -hmm. um, because I am the last-minute rapper. I literally rap on Christmas Eve. Oh, my gosh. You're up until (laughs) 2.30 in the morning. We have a whole bunch of gifts under the tree, but it's because Anina got excited and was just grabbing stuff from around the house. Oh, my goodness. And wrapping random things. Oh, that's lovely. So we'll see, like, oh, that's where that went. Yo, I love her so much. (laughs) Oh. I've been looking for my car keys. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, when I came to start recording this episode with you, um, Anini came running to the door with a gift. Yes, we did our secret Santa. We sure did. We, I we got you, but we didn't. E- <laughs> but we didn't even know. Like I, I was when I left the house. I was like, I don't know if I should bring this, but I was like, all right, fine, I'll bring it. But so it worked out so perfectly. But I have to tell you. It is hands down going to be one of the best gifts I get all year. Your gift was the first gift that I bought months ago, and it jumped off the shelves at Value Village. <laughs> just calling your name. I was like, Amanda needs to have this. I don't know why. That's right. So let me just describe this for you. So it's a pink teacup, a, a, a fine bone china 
teacup. High tea. High tea.、Uh, it is pink, and on one side it has a picture of Prince William, <laughs>、um, his wife, and, and beautiful baby their daughter. beautiful daughter. Her Royal Highness Princess Charlotte, <laughs>、um, and it, it's like her birth announcement on a cup, and、uh, on the、uh, on the other side it has like yeah her birth announcement, and her birthday is May second, twenty fifteen, and my birthday is May second. I had no idea that that's your birthday. I'm not a birthday person. I wait for Facebook. Even like my father, I'm like, oh shit, it's my dad's birthday. Thanks, Facebook.、Uh, so I had no idea that was your birthday. But for some reason, I'm like, this is either she's not going to get it, but there's something so ridiculous by a fine, a fine bone china. Royal announcement of a baby. I'm like Amanda will understand. I will. I did. My intention、I'm、here. So good. It was so fabulous. Amanda was kind enough to make us something, which I love using your Cricut machine. And yep, it's a、yeah. gorgeous candle. And I think Amanda knows me well enough to know I'm too cheap to buy these sort of things for myself.、Mm-hmm. And it's so nice having a nice candle, isn't it? But you've put the D and Dillabo on top, so that will be something that will become part of our Christmas decorations for years to come. So thank you. That's right. We're just gonna do that. You had said that you were going to make presents, so you weren't a liar. I'm not a liar. I, I, I couldn't. Yeah, crafted most of my gifts this year.、Uh, but in other world, we have we as the podcast have some other exciting things that have happened. It was our birthday. It sure was. We actually missed our birthday. Yes.、Yeah. We so busy, but December 11th would mark one year from our first episode. That's from right. From our first post on Instagram. Wow, what a year! Right? Whoever would have thought that our little Small time banter back and forth would turn into the the momentum, the movement, even that、yes. this has really turned yes. into. Yes,、so. I had no expectations. No.、Um, so it certainly has exceeded my expectations. But the feedback we're getting,、mm-hmm. love it. So、yeah. I can't wait to see what we do in year two. Yeah. Because we have big plans. That's right. Next season's all about health and wellness. Yes, we've had a lot of people reach out to us. We already have our first giveaway that we're working on. A nice big giveaway for our first show back, January eleventh, twenty twenty two. So we'll see you on that. I think this will be our only bonus episode for now because we're about to get into the thick of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we did want to share part of this conversation with Stephanie f- from, from That's for Company. company. And we hope you enjoy the listen. And we've just taken a chunk chunk out of like a forty five minute conversation.、Yeah. So hop on over to That's for Company if you enjoy this conversation. Have a listen. We'll be right back. I want to go back to what you had mentioned in in terms of、um, cannabis as a whole, in terms of the the legalization of cannabis, and I think what that has done from a female perspective. So it's now within the home front. And it's creating opportunities, or figuring out really. It's more of a position we're in that we have to figure out how to navigate these types of conversations with cannabis, with legal, medicinal cannabis use. So, how are we exactly what you had mentioned? How are we broaching the conversation with our kids? How are we broaching the conversations at work, at functions, at family dinners? Like it, it's definitely the legalization of it has definitely brought it into the social and cultural landscape. And、mm-hmm. I think the role for females is different than than for males, is what I've noticed. Because it, we're more guarded, I find with it, and we are more conscientious of it because we are that nurturing role, and our kids, and we hesitate, and,、yeah. and that's fine. But I, it's something I, I've noticed where I have male friends that they didn't hesitate really before. Some of them did, and 
they're not, they're just, they're happier than a pig and shit now. So it's yeah. like, but there's not that sort of shift that they are kind of feeling or experiencing, or at least not that I've, I've noticed, but from, for females, I am just having conversations with friends of mine I've known for years. And we're just having these conversations recently where I'm like, really, really? And they're like, yeah. yeah. I'm like, well, you can just say it. Like, that's totally cool. You can just, and it's like, we've never talked about, we've never talked about that before. And we didn't, and we hadn't. And this is very new, I think, for how cannabis, like I said, is now within, within the home front and it's becoming more regular in, in terms of topics and how we navigate it. So I'm in, I'm interested to know how you ladies are navigating those types of conversations or how you're framing it within your own family nucleus, right? Like how we're coming at it. If that makes yep. sense. And everyone will come at it different, of course, but I'm interested to know how you guys are, are navigating that. Uh, Amanda and I are both quite different actually. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes the conversation so awesome. interesting. I yep. am very open with my children. They seen me grow. They've seen me smoke. They know what it is. They've seen you roll. They've seen me roll. They're fascinated watching me roll. Right. And it's my feeling. And again, everybody's different and you can pick and choose where you want to be, but it's my belief that my children are going to be part of this world. Right. Mm -hmm. By the time they're of age, it will have been legal for such a long time you already see it all over. Uh, we need to treat it more like alcohol yes. and less like an illegal drug. Mm-hmm. And right. my kids have seen me drink. My kids have been into the LCBO. So if I feel if they see it and they know about it, they know I'm willing to talk about it. When it does become a part of their life, they're going to be more likely to come to me mm-hmm. and say, hey, I'm thinking about trying this thing instead of doing it behind my back. And I can give them the power and knowledge is power to know what they're getting into. Absolutely. And, you know, Amanda isn't quite there yet. Her children are a bit younger than mine. Mm-hmm. And I've met people. <clears throat> there's a woman who's very heavily involved in the cannabis industry, um, very well known. Mm-hmm. And she says she's never smoked a joint in front of her son. Oh, yeah. He yeah. knows He's that never she's seen. And there's no photographs. There's no evidence, if you will of mom ever having done this. Well, that's not true because I've seen pictures of her doing that, but she says she'll never do it in front of him. So okay. he doesn't have that memory of his mother, that visual of his mother doing it. But right. she's a, a huge activist within cannabis. So again, we can all pick and choose. Right. To go back what you were saying before, I think that women are less likely to be out and to be vocal about their cannabis use. Again, going back to the stigma. How can you be a good mom and a pothead so we have to stop using words like pothead and drug and say it's a medicine right amanda and i make a point to never call it marijuana on the show nope taboo word in our when we first started we did by accident but marijuana goes back to oh it's a um uh it's a super racist racist term government made up propaganda yep Right. So, so made to made to like uh, to stigmatize and right. to belittle and reaper madness, right? Uh, right. Well, marijuana specifically was targeted at um, Mexican people, right? Um, and it was like a word to used to mock them and their medicine that they had brought from their, you know, 
where they were coming from. And right. we don't need, we live in a world where there are certain words that we don't use anymore because back in the day, we didn't know that it wasn't okay, okay to do or yeah. okay to say. Now we have the knowledge right. and knowledge is power. We don't use those words anymore. So we've actually, um, we're starting a little campaign where we're going to be reaching out to news outlets every time they use the word marijuana. And we're going to say, hey, just to let you know, this is the root word of the, of, of this is the root of the word. Um, the history of the, the word. The history of the word. And this is why you shouldn't use it anymore. It's a damaging term. It's a yeah. dam damaging to the destigmatization, damaging to the many millions of people who use this legitimately as medicine. Yep. Right. From children to old folks. Yep. Yeah. I mean, we, we know that cannabis works to minimize seizures in certain people with certain medical conditions. We know that um, our bodies have an endocannabinoid system. It right. is built to take in cannabinoids, yeah. which come, which you know, come from cannabis, but you can get things that activate other things into your endocannabinoid system. It is in the breast milk that we give to our children. Naturally. Right? Naturally, yeah. it, we, we are passing those cannabinoids on to our children. Yeah. Um, Jack Kungle says it really well on our podcast one day that uh, when you see teenagers smoking weed, leave them yeah. alone because they're, the little bit of healing that they're doing for their bodies yeah. Um, is, is far less damaging than absolutely anything else that they're going to get themselves into. And it's yeah. so true. Mm -hmm. And I think, oh, so much beautiful golden nuggets in what was said. Um, I think the one thing that I've come across in my own experiences is the comparison to cannabis to alcohol in terms of the home front. So up until my, my more later years in life, the stigma was the stigma. The imagery that we had growing up as teenagers was very much not like now. Creating that opportunity for dialogue with our kids. You're right, because it's here. It's present. Oh, having those open-ended conversations is, is, is important. But I also feel, and what I'm noticing, is having those conversations with my kids is going to be so much easier than having conversations with, let's say, one generation back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Parents and relatives that... Our, that imagery is so ingrained. And I, I was recently having a conversation with some, some friends and family um, about cannabis in general. It was a very, it really was a general conversation, but I mentioned um, um, wine. I was talking about wine because I am a very strong proprietor of my grapes. Um, and my kids make jokes about mommy juice, right? So like, it's funny, but like they know, oh, mommy's having mommy juice at dinner and like, it's a funny thing and whatever. And we were having that conversation and I made that comparison. I said, I would never want my, cause my, my kids are very young right now. Like they're like five and three. I said, so for me, I said, I'm going to be very conscientious about my home and who comes into my home about leaving certain things around. Like in general, I said, just being respectful of the space for my kids until they're old enough where they can comprehend what I'm saying. And we have what this is and the medicinal purposes of this, but I am just as aware of beer cans being all over my house or bottles of wine everywhere. I'm like, I don't want that any more or less than I want the latter. So I, I mentioned that to some friends and family we were talking to at dinner and they were baffled by what I said. Like, well, it's not the same. I said, it's the exact same. Yeah. yeah. Like, it's not the same. Like it is, it is, literally the same thing. One is not above or below the other. I said, they are, I said, I mean, if I'm, 
if I'm being, if we're going to get into stats, I said more deaths and injury and violence is caused by alcohol than it is in terms of cannabis. I said, I'm not going to get into the stats of that. I said, I'm just saying that my approach to it is very, very much a responsible approach myself. I said, but I treat it the same. So again, it was having those conversations I found more challenging and I think will be for a while than let's say our kids, which I think will be so open and Oh yeah. Like, and, and so like understanding and, and it'll be, I think very, very different in terms of that. For sure. I, sorry. Um, I have a, an uncle who has apparently smoked cannabis his entire life and definitely my entire life. Right. Um, I never knew. I never knew. Right. My whole life. I never knew. I only found out as a result of having this podcast. Oh, that's interesting. That's very interesting. Yeah. He never shared it with me. He knew um, that I struggled with, or no, not that I struggled with, that I, that I consumed cannabis as a teenager. Right. And I definitely didn't feel like I fit in anywhere. Hmm. And one of the things that I'm like, I'm going to see him this holiday season. And one of the things I'm going to be asking him, and we're going to have a very uncomfortable conversation okay. about why did you think it was okay to not reach out and say, hey, you're you're making some choices and it's really upsetting your mother, who is my sister, right? Like right. as my uncle, you know, my sister is very upset by your life choices. I'm going to give you some advice or I'm going to speak to you about this and I'm going to let you know that this is something that I do and here's how to do it to become a millionaire. Like, you know, you, you want to be a millionaire? This is how you do it. And this is how you can consume cannabis and still become a millionaire. Yeah. Or right? uh, or if you need a safe person to speak to, or yeah. I am your older, wiser uncle who's been through this, feel free to ask me questions. Yeah. And Absolutely. in my youth, I had nobody. Like, I, I only had, the only support network that I had around cannabis or drugs in general was my friends. Yeah. Right? And, that's, I'm de- and then I'm getting the advice that, like, their uncle, like they have a cool aunt, uh, cool aunt or uncle who, or a big brother, or a big brother who gave them a piece of advice, and then I'm taking that secondhand advice, and I'm going to be making my life choices, things that are going to mold me as a human. It's like I remember taking somebody else's advice yeah. on like what courses I was going to take in high school, right? Yeah. And like that's a bad decision, right? Like the people who are supposed to help you make those decisions are supposed to be your your parent, your not your peers, your grownups, the grownups in your life, whoever those people are, right? Those are, and I didn't feel comfortable with any of those people because I was being so shamed for the decisions that I were, I was making, but I just, like, I look back and I feel like that might've been my intuition telling me things like that, but I didn't know how to listen to that. And, um, yeah, uh, you know, like the guilt that I felt and all of those things that go with it. Yeah. And you had uh, people, older people in your life that didn't know how to navigate it. Right. right. So look, this is, it's, it's bad or it's this way. So they don't even know, they don't know how to navigate it. And then you're looking for that guidance and they're lost and you're like, well, I'm going to figure it out myself. And it's like, well, you know, and it just, it kind of breaks down from there, I think in, in, in many ways. My family was always very open. I actually consumed with my mother. 
uh, and my uncle, who was a diplomat for Canada. So there's highly functioning people who, yes. even before it was legal, were consuming. But going back to what you were saying about your conversation with your family, Stephanie, that's exactly what High Ladies Podcast is about. That yeah. first conversation was difficult, and you were probably surprised by some of their views. But they, I bet, went home and went, hmm, that's yeah. an interesting... You know, you get those cogs going, and you have those yeah. difficult conversations. Every time you have the conversation... Yeah. It's less difficult <laughs> and it's an easier conversation and you're given more tools and things to think about. And that's really kind of what we're trying to do with high ladies is spark a conversation, spark some thoughts. We're not all going to end up in the same place with it. Right. Absolutely. But if we have the language mm-hmm. yeah. and we know that we're not alone, mm-hmm. then it's a safer, healthier in all ways. Absolutely. Um, Going back, 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 we were talking about this, you know, this long history of stigma. Mm. And there's the idea of the gateway drug. You know, you're going to have cannabis and then next week you're going to be on heroin. Right. I'd love to say, yes, it is a gateway drug. It's absolutely a gateway drug. But the gate's going in the opposite direction. (laughs) It's going to being healthier. You're going to drink less. You're going to be happier. You're going to use less pharmaceuticals. You're going to be nicer to be around. You're going to enjoy your meals better, enjoy your children better, enjoy sex better, put up with your husband a little bit better. <laughs> like, I'm going to deal with you. You don't need to be hot. Yeah. Because you're fucking annoying. <laughs> and, oh, that's amazing. That's so I, like, amazing. I, I don't know about you. Like, so for like your husband doesn't really consume no. a little bit, but not really. Um, I'd say like three times a year for, yeah, he was trying for a bit, but he's no, he yeah, he'll eat cannabis. He loves to microdose mushrooms, but he's not a cannabis person. And that's okay. That's he knows totally that I'm okay. a better person when I'm on cannabis, so he's always supported my cannabis use. Yep. And then for me, like my husband and I both consume about the same amount. Mm-hmm. Um, but if he and I are having a conversation and one of us ticks the other one off, I know that there's like a level of ticked off that I have achieved when he walks straight downstairs to where we roll. He rolls and then he walks outside and doesn't say anything. And I'm like, oh shit. Okay. Give him Signal. six and a half minutes. And then I will go downstairs. I will roll one. I'll go meet him outside. And I'm going to say, Hey, I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't mean to. And it it brings us together in some ways. Right. Because it's kind of like, you've got to, you've taken your chance to step away. I'm, now going to go and do the same but we're going to connect on this thing that we both enjoy yeah and bring the level of tension down tension comes down and then we can have our real conversation because both of us are high and can't get like too angry with each other because it's exhausting <laughs> i just right? thought of a, a joe rogan um oh one of his comedy specials he was talking about cannabis and and oh i, I can't remember which one doesn't matter I, I, it's never left me and he was talking about you know how he's um a cannabis consumer and an activist for it. And he's like, you know, I don't know what the problem is. Honestly, like, what do you think I'm going to do when I'm like around my kids and I'm, I'm high, I'm going to hug them too much. I'm going <laughs> to feed them too much. He's like, I'm going to laugh with them too much. He goes, honestly, man, he goes, I'm the best dad ever. Like it was just, it's never left me because when he said it, the way that he said it, I was like, huh. That's interesting. Like I never, it's, it's, it's those in conversation. It's sometimes literally as simple as hearing another 
perspective that makes me, that has made me just question. I'm like, that's, yeah, I guess. Like, yeah, I, I never connected it that way. And it was as simple as that. Like, it was literally as simple as that, that I'm like, yeah, you do laugh a lot. And yeah, I mean, you get hungry. Like, yeah, I guess. Like, it just, yeah. And actually, yeah. it brings me to my next um, question. And I giggled because... <laughs> I just giggle. You'll see why in a minute. Smokers versus non-smokers. Can we be friends? Can we be friends? Can smokers and non-smokers be friends? Of course. That's what a great question. Well, you know how I say, of course. I say, of course. But not everybody does. So we, we have that conversation and much more with Stephanie. So we hope you enjoyed. And we hope you go over and listen to the rest of this conversation. Yeah. And, and yeah, support. That's for company. That's right. Um, next week on, uh, or I guess their next episode, which is coming out on Boxing Day, they have, I, I, I talked to Stephanie and got a little tidbit here. So she's having Jen Glantz, who's a, a U.S. writer and entrepreneur. Um, she's best known, or maybe not best known, honestly, but she founded... Um, Bridesmaid for Hire, which is a fabulous concept. Um, I had never heard about this before yeah. when we were just talking about it. It's so cool. You, you you don't have enough people, like, you don't have enough bridesmaids. Your husband's got more groomsmen. Well, you just hire a couple of ladies to come in. They fill in those spots. No bridesmaid drama. You're paying right? them, so you don't have to... No gift? <laughs> yeah. Know? Like, I don't know. I think it's a round out your... So it'll be interesting to see their conversation. It will be fabulous. She's really an inspirational speaker, um, and so that's what I'll be doing on... Boxing Day. Yeah, cleaning up, and that's the best time to listen to podcasts. Right? Right? Exactly. Kids have their new toys and stuff. Go over there, kids. And I'm just going to go in my own world. That's right. And like we said before, hi, ladies. We will be back in 2022. We are going to smash it out of the park that's with it. our third season all about health and wellness, all aspects of health and wellness. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Feliz Navidad. All of the holidays, all of the sayings, all of them to each and every one of you. Yes. Be safe and uh, enjoy your holidays. Yeah. Now it's time for us to step away, maybe wrap a few presents. Definitely take a toke. Go, go be, be moms. moms. If you've enjoyed today's episode, you can find all our episodes wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Please don't forget to rate, comment, subscribe, and of course, tell your friends. For Christmas from you guys, we want you to leave us a review. That's it. That Wherever. would be the best gift you could give. A positive review would be nice, but yeah. any kind of review. Yeah, you know, you have your own thoughts. But now we got to say, bye, bye ladies. ladies.